Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, September 27th, and we are thankful to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome you, those listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Those on our radio app, those on the podcast, we welcome you. And then those who are watching today on Facebook, those that are watching on YouTube, we're glad to have you with us. Another beautiful day today. I walked out this morning, and uh, boy, this, this is my favorite weather. Um, and uh, you say, well, you say that a lot. Well, I don't know that I say that a lot, but this is my favorite weather. Uh, nice and warm during the day and sunny, and then nice and cool at night. And uh, last night after the service, we were walking outside, and I just thought, I don't think it gets any better than this. But uh, the Lord is good. Whether it's raining or sunny, the Lord is good. Whether it's uh, cold or hot, the Lord is good. I understand all that. But uh, I hope you can look for the positives and look for the good things. Sometimes we only point out when the weather's bad, right? And then we have days like this where maybe we don't mention it. But anyway, some of you living in other places and you're listening right now, you say, well, our weather's perfect all the time. Well, God bless you. That's wonderful. But uh, we're thankful for this day. Speaking of last night, we had a great revival service last night with Pastor Jack Treber. Now, for those of you listening on the broadcast, you can hear Pastor Treber every day. We have his daily broadcast revival time and you can listen to that right here on 95.9 or if you're listening online or if you're listening on our radio app uh, that's a blessing I love I love Pastor Treber I love his spirit Uh, I love uh, his passion Uh, but I tell you what you you talk about somebody that's not afraid to to preach the truth and I mentioned it last night Uh, he has pastored in California I said 45 years I think he said it's almost 47 years uh, that he has been at that church uh, in uh, California, Santa Clara, California, and taking a strong stand. Uh, it might be a little easier to take a stand for things in the South and North Carolina and our area, but you talk about a very, very uh, liberal state, and you talk about a lot of people that they are anti-God, and I understand it's everywhere. It's not just California, but what a what a great testimony. What a strong stand, and I'm thankful for Pastor Treber. He'll be with us again tonight, 7 o'clock, and uh, I hope you plan to, to join us in person. Uh, if you cannot be here in person, I hope you'll uh, tune in online, listen on the radio. But we're looking forward to that. It was a great service last night. And uh, if you missed the service, hope you go back and watch it or listen to it. But it was a wonderful time. A happy birthday today. And uh, this is a Tuesday. And it was on a Tuesday 11 years ago that Lacey and Savannah Coburnett, my wife and I, our twin girls, were born. And uh, in some ways, it seems like yesterday. And uh, they were born in Santa Clara. Pastor Treber was our pastor 
and it was a Tuesday morning. I remember I was just getting ready to go leave for work and Joanna said, I don't think you better go to work. I think we're going to the hospital. And sure enough, we went to the hospital and uh, they were born uh, that Tuesday uh, in uh, 2011, so 11 years ago. And happy birthday to Lacey and Savannah. We're so thankful for them and uh, they are uh, precious and we thank God for them. Well, let's be in prayer, pray for our church. Uh, pray for the revival meeting tonight. We do not have a service tomorrow night, Wednesday night. There's no service. You got to come tonight, seven o'clock, and we'll have some singing and we'll have our pastor's pals during the preaching. Uh, Brother Traber will be preaching. It'll be a wonderful time and hope you plan to be with us and join us for that. Let's pray for our school. Uh, we had school chapel this morning. What a blessing. What, a, what an opportunity that is to be able to have a Christian school and young people come and, and uh, do the pledges and sing uh, Christian songs and uh, to hear the preaching of the Word of God. And we're blessed with such a wonderful school staff. Uh, I thank the Lord for all of our teachers, our, our administrators, Brother Dan and Miss Kelly Bybee. They do such, such a wonderful job. We are very blessed. I hope you pray for them, hope you encourage them, and I hope you thank God for our school and uh, pray today for our students. Let's pray for our missionaries, pray for our church members. We've got a lot of folks uh, who are recovering from surgery. We had a lot of surgeries last week, and I hope you remember them in prayer. Well, here's a song by a uh, men's quartet, the Primitive Quartet, and they're going to sing for us right now, This One Thing I Know. And I hope you'll enjoy the song, and then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 142. There are things I can't believe. There are things I won't receive. For there's no proof there's so Things I cannot understand Things I cannot comprehend But this one thing I know I know He opened up my blinded eyes One day I know His precious blood Washed all my sins away I know His peace, sweet peace has filled my troubled soul Yes, this one thing I know There are things about the Lord That are written in His Word And all of them are so There is much that I've not learned But this one thing I know I know He opened up my blinded eyes One day I know His precious blood Washed all my sins away I know His peace, sweet peace Has filled my troubled soul Yes, this one thing I know One day I know His precious blood Washed all my sins away I know His peace, sweet peace Has filled my troubled soul Yes, this one thing I know Yes, this one thing I know For that. Hope you enjoyed that great song. And uh, I hope that you know uh, that you've been saved. Hope you know that you've been born again. 
And uh, boy, when you know Jesus, that's what matters. Uh, you can know a whole lot of other stuff, but knowing Christ and knowing for sure that you're saved, uh, that's the most important thing. First John 5, 13, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. If you're listening today and you don't know, you're not, you're, you don't have the assurance of your salvation, I want to tell you, you can have that. God wants you to have that. Uh, it is God's plan for His children uh, not to wonder and not to guess and not to hope for eternity, but to know that they've been saved and to know that they have eternal life. And I thank God for that song. Psalm 142, we gave you a little introduction yesterday about this being David's prayer while he was in the cave. And we said, uh, well, Spurgeon's the one that said it. He said, if David would have prayed as much in the palace, uh, things might have been very different in David's life. But here he is in the cave. And you may be today in a cave-type uh, experience. Well, I hope that you'll pray. I hope that you'll turn your eyes to God and hope that you will get a hold of God. That's what David did. Number one, we see in Psalm 142, we see David's prayer. He says in verse 1, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Uh, now, I know God knows our thoughts. Um, you don't have to speak out loud for God to know He knows. But, you know, I have found in my prayer life that when I pray out loud, it's so much easier for me to stay focused and it's easier for me to stay on track. If I don't pray out loud, I find that my mind starts to wander. And uh, I know you, you may be in a situation where you can't pray out loud. Maybe you're, you're in a house full of people and uh, you say, well, everybody's going to hear my prayer, whatever. I understand all that, but, but we ought to lift up our voice. We ought to speak uh, and talk to the Lord. And don't be, a, don't be afraid to cry out to God. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what your prayer, uh, but I think it's good for us uh, to express that. David says in verse number Two, I poured out my complaint before him. Now, now don't, don't take this verse and run with it and say, there you go, I'm going to complain about everything. I'm going to complain to God about, no, 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 that's not what this is saying. This word complaint here, David is talking about his musing, his meditation, his contemplation. Basically what David is saying is all the things that I've been thinking about and all the things that I've been trying to figure out, he said, I couldn't figure it out. And so I just poured it out to the Lord and I said, Lord, I need your help. I need you to make some sense of this situation. Have you ever had a situation like that in life that didn't make any sense? And the more you thought about it, the more confused you were about it. Well, you're not going to solve the problems. I'm not going to solve the problems, but God can solve the problems. God can help you. Why don't you talk to him about it? Uh, why don't you pray about it? My wife and I, we were talking recently uh, about a, a certain situation and, and, and we know, it, there's no doubt about it, we prayed and we know that it was God that answered the prayer. We, we couldn't do anything about it, but God can. God does. He's able to do that. And so talk to God today. Uh, call out to God. He loves you. Uh, he is your, if you're saved, He's your heavenly Father. Uh, he is your creator. He loves you so much, He sent His Son to die for you. You're not bothering God when you pray. God wants to hear from his children. David says, I poured out my complaint. Uh, when was the last time you were honest with God? When was the last time that you just told God, here's my situation, and I don't know what to do, but I need your help, and I need you to show me uh, what you have for me. God wants us to admit to him and to admit to ourselves how much we need him. If you're in a cave, you might as well pray. Complaining is not going to help. Worrying is not going to help, but praying can make a difference. Prayer is powerful. Verse number six, David says, attend unto my cry. 
He's asking God, God, would you please listen? Would you please hear? God, I'm calling out to you and I need you to hear my prayer. I need you to do something about it. So we see number one, David's prayer. But number two, we see David's problem. David, uh, in this Psalm, he says in verse number uh, two, I poured out my complaint before him. He says, I showed before him my trouble. Now that word showed, it literally means that he declared it. It's, it's as if David was coming before God and David said to God, God, I've got a problem and here it is. He, he said, I want you to know this is an issue. This is a problem. This is a heartache. This is a burden. And he says, I showed God my trouble. Well, trouble here is the word it means distress or anguish. We're not talking about, you know, David stubbed his toe. We're not talking about, you know, David had a hangnail. We're talking about David's soul was in anguish and distress. And uh, we see, we go on in verse number three, when my spirit was overwhelmed, David said, I was ready to faint. I was ready. I was ready to be, uh, I was ready to be gone. (laughs) I was literally, I couldn't take another step. I couldn't go on. This complaint, this trouble was so bad. He said, my spirit was overwhelmed. There are some problems in life that money cannot solve. I think if you've lived very long, you understand that. There are some problems that education uh, cannot solve or resolve. But David went to God because he said, God, I know that you can help me with my trouble. I know that you can help me. If you're in the cave, uh, you're hiding. You're, you're trying to hide from the problems. You're trying to hide from the difficulties. Maybe you're hoping that the enemy can't find you there. Uh, you're waiting in that cave and you're wondering, is it safe to leave? Uh, can, I, can I get out? And that's why David, he's in the cave. He's got trouble. He's got problems. He's hiding. He's running for his life. We see in this psalm, we see David had pain. He had trouble. We see that David had persecutors. Verse number six, attended to my cry for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors for they are stronger than I. He said, he said, I got people fighting against me and they're a whole lot stronger than I am. God, I've got to have you. I need you. And then we see David's problem also, not only his pain and his persecutors, but we see number three, we see David's prison. He says in verse number seven, bring my soul out of prison that I may praise thy name. Now, David says, bring my soul out of prison. David was not physically locked up in a jail cell here, but emotionally he was. David was uh, spiritually, he felt like he was in prison. He felt like he was locked up. He felt like he was chained up. He needed somebody that could come and somebody that could set him free. Well, aren't you glad that we know a God that can set us free? Not only can he set us free from the chains of sin, and not only can he set us free from the, uh, the, the, the prison uh, of our sin and, and the captivity of our sin, but I'm glad that God can set you free with your burdens. He can set you free with your, your, your stress. He can set you free with your emotional uh, uh, trauma that you're facing. I'm not trying to downplay it, but we all go through hard times, and, and I, I've not gone through nearly what you've gone through, I'm sure. But I want to tell you this, we serve a God who is in the miracle working business. He can break the chains. Uh, he can set you free. He can give you life and joy and, and peace, and he can help you no matter what you're going through. I'm glad that although we have times when we're in the cave and although we have times that we, we have problems, I'm glad we have a God that we can go to 
in prayer. Tomorrow we'll continue in this psalm and we'll look at uh, verse number 4. What a powerful verse. David says, I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I hope today, I hope you'll have a great day. I hope if you're in the cave today, I hope God will set you free, get you out of there and uh, get you on the right path. But uh, if not, if that doesn't happen today, I hope that we'll learn to trust God while we're in the cave. And I'll say this, I'd rather be in the cave with Jesus than be in the palace by myself. And no matter what you're going through today, you have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. His name is Jesus. He's promised he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. Hope you have a great day today. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.